And welcome back to another edutaining episode of Black Law and Legal Lies. Becky! Really? <laughs> I am your host, Just Ann. And you can follow me on Twitter at I Tell Legal Lies. You can follow the show at Black Law Podcast across all social media platforms. And I'm going to lob this ball to... Yes, my name is King. My name is King name Dan, is. and um, you know. Wait, did you just say King Dan? King Dan, yeah. Because oh, let geez. me tell you something: we are all kings and queens in our own right, and I want you to Wait, look you yourself. You a hotel nigga now? Look yourself in the mirror every day <laughs> when you wake up, and you tell yourself as you're brushing your teeth, you are a king or a queen, and you are who you say you are. Oh, wait, speaking of that whole hotel thing. Oh, I am Dan. You can catch me on Twitter at I am Dan on drugs and on IG as well at I am Dan on drugs. Really? Yes. Just had to throw that in. Dude, wait, why? Somebody came into the office and um, basically told one of the workers that was helping them that they should not be wearing jeans or pants of any sort. Hmm? Um, He was wearing fringes. Okay, what's a fringe? You know, you ever see um, the um, Jewish people, they have this this uh, cloth that they wear under their shirts and it has like the little fringe on the bottom, the little stringy things. I guess so. Yeah. I'll show you a picture later. But anyway, he was wearing fringes, said that. Um, so apparently they fell into this conversation and he was talking about his wife and how his wife. Did not wear pants, um, barely wore makeup. Was she barefoot and pregnant too? The, I don't know. But so she came and she relayed this conversation to me. And I was like, was he one of these hotel people? And she said, no, no. He said um, something else. And I said, black Israelite? And she said, yeah. That's what he <laughs> said. He said he was a black Israelite. I said, Really? My people. Bad luck. Those, those yeah. my people right there. <laughs> you are right. Let me tell you something. If you ever, ever, okay, let's say you're married, right? And your your in-laws are coming into town and, you know, you're not quite fond of them. Invite one of them black Israelite <laughs> niggas over your house for dinner. Man, they will pack their shit up and leave. Hey, man, fuck what the fuck. So anyway, today's agenda is um, a couple of weeks ago, we had that raid um, in Mississippi. The Koch Koch brothers owned the Mm -hmm. plant, right? Sure did. Food processing plant. And they rounded up all these Hispanic workers. But it wasn't just one. It was was a series, right? I I know of two. But from what the Justice Department was saying or the Homeland Security was saying is we can't tell you all that. Right, because and that's that's what's shady about this whole thing, because they're putting out information and all the information that they're putting out just causes you to have more questions because Mm -hmm. it was like, you know, this was an operation that we had been um, planning Planning for over a year. Yeah. And then and I'm sitting up here like, "Hmm." see, I watch um, what's that? I forget the name of the show. It's maybe Meet the Press, I think, comes on Sunday mornings. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, they had Chuck Todd Chuck was Todd. talking mm-hmm. to the director, and he's like an interim director because the. I don't even know if they have one. I don't. Do they have an interim? Because your boy like stepped down, 
and he never appointed somebody else. This then, dude, he works for shit. I want to say he, he works for another department, but he was pulled over from that department mm. to do this because Chuck Todd kept asking him, do you want this position permanently? And he wouldn't answer the question. But um, yeah, he was like, some of the things he said was given what happened in El Paso with the mass shooting. And last week we did talk about the mass shootings. Do you think that this was you guys could have just delayed it for another week because, you know, it seems kind of insensitive. And a lot of the workers were from the El Paso area. area. Mm-hmm. So, dudes, no, we've been doing we've been planning this for over a year. And, you know, it's just an unfortunate time to coincide with blah, blah, blah. So dudes like checked out. I was like, so are you telling me you couldn't have postponed it for another week? No, because the way the way investigations work and, you know, if we would have let on and, you know, people would have known and all kinds of shit. But um, out of all the people, this is according to this dude. So I'm not sure, you know, out of all the people that were arrested, 45 percent of them were released. released supposedly. Right. That's what they said. And none of they still haven't put out. Maybe by the time this airs, they will have. But they haven't put out the statistics that tell you. How many of these people were citizens? Because in my mind, what happened is they suited up with their tactical gear with all their (laughs) little pockets and shit and ran up in there and grabbed every Hispanic person they saw. Right. And again, we used this analogy last episode. Use it again. Shoot first. Ask questions later. We just going. If you even look like you say hola or some shit like that, you come in with us. Right. And basically... That's the sense that I got as well, because it's like, you know, you think about raids on plants and workplaces like that. You basically go through INS, you go, you know, ICE databases, you look at Social Security to check like, you know, everybody, everybody's working all of your um, workplaces like that. Your employer should fill out an I-9. So, mm-hmm. you know, and they should see some documentation proving that you have the right to work in the United States. So I'm thinking, okay, so they went through these other departments and they saw people and said, oh, this person looks suspect because this social security number is not coming back to this person or see that's what ran through my mind but Mm -hmm. then i started hearing like the people having this news conference on these different news outlets and i was like to say that y'all had this little operation in the works for over a year it honestly does not seem like it was amateur hour that's what it was it's like it didn't seem like y'all really knew what the hell it, you know, what y'all were doing. So, and then you started seeing little girl broke my heart on TV crying. Talking about her daddy's her not da- a criminal. Yeah. Uh-huh. That literally I cried because I'm like, you realize that this is what you're doing. And then there was another lady. She came on um, one of these news outlets and she gave an interview. She said, one of the ladies, that um was taken in the raid she lived she's lived the united states for 15 years does not have a parking ticket does not have a speed said has never been involved in any criminal activity 
apparently been living peacefully, been paying taxes because you working in this Coke brother food processing plant. Mm-hmm. You got to know that they are actually sending in taxes to the government, you know, payroll taxes and what have you. So are, are they employees? Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're like I said, paying taxes, doing what some U.S. citizens are not even doing yet. You have your whole life disrupted. It's I don't know. It's once again infringe on your rights for the greater good. I mean, I, I honestly can't say that I think that the people that are coming over into this country, I mean, they're coming for ninety nine percent of the people that are coming over illegally. They're coming into the United States so that they can provide better provide for their family, you know, in their home country. They're here to work hard. They're not coming here to sell drugs, rape people, kill people, as the president would have everyone in America believe. Mm-hmm. You know, that is not what their goal is. Their goal is the American dream that, you know, we feed people. America is the land of the free and home of the brave. It's the land of opportunity. Is where you can come in and you can be anything that you want to be. We feed that to people. We tell that to people. America is the greatest country in the world. Why wouldn't I want to be here? Just because I can't wait as long as it takes for me to come here illegally. I mean, for me to come here legally and I decide to take matters into my own hands. Does You know, technically it does make you a criminal because... We have criminalized that. See, and the reason why we criminalize that, too, is that's political. Well, no, a Mm. lot of people like to point back to the old Ellis Ellis Island days and whatever. But back then, America, we needed immigrants because we needed laborers. America was built on immigrants, on immigrant labor. Yes. So right now it's like we're looking at it like, okay. The, the cup's full. So uh, it's not. We still need we still need these people. Who well, do you let me think, tell you? Let me tell you. Though. Who do you think pick the fruit that we eat? Right. But let me tell you. Do you know that a lot of the fruit that we eat is coming from Guatemala, coming from Central America? Chile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. well, like everything now is outsourced. Damn there. Like even not G- every look, we still need people to pick crops in California, in Florida. Yeah. And you, we my, still they need- have migrant workers who come in and every season there's a crop. We grow food. Believe it or not, we grow food in these United States. Even though we import a lot of stuff, we do still grow crops. So and somebody me- needs to harvest them. So, but basically going back, that that's what it was. We were like wide open, like everyone, you know, when they sent us the Statue of Liberty, bring me your hungry, tired and poor and all that's like, we needed as many people as we could get to build the railroads, to dig coal, to we do all kinds of that. shit. Because there's honestly, and I've said it before, and it is a true, there are some things that we are not, we as Americans are not prepared to do. We will look at stuff and go, oh, y'all can't pay me to do that. But you know Not who you me. can pay? Not me. You can pay me to do everything. <laughs> but um, so anyway, yeah, going that that's basically 
that's the whole bring me your hungry, tired and poor or whatever. We wanted to exploit immigrants for their labor to help us build our, our roads, our railways, our, everything help us build. So we got to a point where in America now we're comfortable and we we look at even some of the these these poultry factories, the produce, these people, like you said, they've been here for 15 years. So we're looking at like like a Drake song almost. No new friends. No new friends. No new immigrants. So that I, I'm that's partially no, why unless, it's unless you're blind and you're a scientist. Yeah, we need those if you ain't from a shithole country. But let me read this. This is from the U.S. Immigrations um, Immigrations and something something. <laughs> Back up. Okay. Let me read this. This is from the the ICE's website, okay? Mm-hmm. ICE will obtain indictments, criminal arrest, or search warrants, or a commitment from a U.S. attorney's office to prosecute the targeted employer before arresting employees for civil immigration violations at a work site. And that was on, um, I saw that too this morning, well, Saw that watching Meet the Press as well. And what they did there was ass backwards. They arrested. They, they arrested, arrested the, the employees. Uh-huh. And they're supposed to obtain indictments, criminal arrests or search warrants from a U.S. attorney's office to prosecute the targeted employer. Yeah. But from what I understand, they are um, the investigation is still ongoing. That's and that's that's one of those bullshit ways <laughs> to tell you. Psh, the investigation Whatever. is still ongoing and the employer because, you know, one newscaster said he said whether or not the employer is facing any sort of charges. We do not know because the investigation is still going forth. So here's the thing. If the workers were illegal, mm-hmm. the employers knew it. Mm-hmm. So the, the employer better face some sort of charges. Yeah, you you would think, but now some sort of charges in America, this is what it's going <laughs> to equate to, a slap on the wrist and a fine. That's correct because you have because you have this the Koch brothers. You know how much money them people have? Yes, they are. Who they are who one, do they back? Are they, they are Republican the, or Democrat? They are the 1% of the 1%. Who do they back? They back one party. They flip-flop. No, they don't. I I thought they backed the Republican, Republican party. party. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they will they will um, give money because I do believe like Nike playing both sides of the fence. Like here, Democrats, you get a million Republicans, you get a million. But uh, just don't tell nobody because that's how a lot of these businesses operate. And we need to get public. We need to get private campaign financing the fuck out of here. I think we're like one of the only countries in the developed world that allows people to contribute I, I could be way off base here, but that allows private citizens and companies and corporations to contribute to campaign finances of whatever um whatever politician they're supporting. Fuck that. Remove all the money <laughs> because I, I want to say in Europe, they don't do that shit. You're not allowed. A company's not allowed to donate X amount of dollars to wh- whoever their political um favorite is. So if you start removing these lobbyists, start start removing these campaign contributions. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the tax dollars don't don't tax dollars already cover X amount of the 
the at least the presidential campaign. That's if well, some of it. Um, get rid of the private financing because some, politicians some are for sale and that, that's that. Yeah, the problem is the problem is that you're never gonna get rid of the lobbyists because that's where the money comes from, and so you know the whole reason. Now I'm not saying every politician, but I will. Every politician. <laughs> the the reason why you want to remain in party in power, I mean, it's all about the Benjamins, to quote a poet. It is literally it's the way power equals money. So money, power, spec. Hey. So you need in life. <laughs> so you think about that. That that is why, you know, we've said in episodes before. That's why the parties that are in power want to remain in power because it's like, but why, why, why do you want to be the president of the United States? I would. Why do you, why do you want to be the speaker of the house? Why do you want to be the president of the Senate? It's like, why do, what do you, what do you want to be those things for? What, why do you need this power? So I would say in the beginning, it's probably the not the being naive, thinking you could come in and make a difference and make a change. Like may, let's may, let's look at AOC, right? Shout out to AOC. Well, maybe for an AOC right now, maybe for a Robert Kennedy or a Ted Kennedy. Right. So I think in, that's why in, that's why you would want to be because you're naive enough to think that you can make a difference. Yeah, make this difference, some, and then you realize some, you can. Some of them, and like I said. That's why I said not all politicians. Some of them actually jump in for the right reasons. Your boy. Like a Beto O'Rourke. I can believe. Or or even a, a Pete Buttigieg, you know. Man, any nigga with a name Booty Judge. <laughs> man, I'm rolling with him. Yo, they're going to start having pornos. Booty Judge 1, Booty Judge you 2. Know what? But uh, even your boy Joseph Cow. You remember um, yep. Republican yep. Joseph Cow. Yep. He was a uh, council, right. councilman in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And he voted for Obamacare because his constituents said, yo, Mm -hmm. we want Obamacare. Now, he was a Republican. He was against it, but he went with his constituents. And that's as that's as it should be. It should be. That is what our political that is what our Democratic structure or our Republican based structure, you know, for the people, by the people. Yeah, they got him the fuck up out of there. (laughs) They was like, nope. Yeah, you did. ain't part of the Republican Party because mm-hmm. you voted for Obamacare. And I think he wasn't he like one of the key. He won. A, he was. He would have had to been a, a congressman because he voted on Obamacare. So he wasn't a he council. Did. Yep. No, no, he did. That's right. He went from Louisiana to Congress. That is correct. He was a congressman. And that was short lived. But you know what? I, I, I respect that dude because he's Republican and the people told him what they wanted with and. That's what he voted for. But to go back to these immigration, uh, yeah, immigrant yes. immigrants and raids, right? So if if the companies are found guilty, which like this whole is still under investigation, that's a way of it's them. Fine. Like you said before, it's all all they suffer is a fine. It's not like anybody. The president of the company is not going to jail. You know, the um, HR director of the company not going to jail mm-hmm. the nobody in that whole stream of um what i'm trying what am i trying to say nobody nobody in that whole 
organizational chart who has all this supervisory power. Nobody's going to jail. The company's going to pay a fine and that'll be it. But you have these workers, their, lives their are whole wrong. lives are disrupted. Mm-hmm. You know, you have people that sit in jails that have children like these children, social services and child welfare had to go to these um, they went schools, to the schools yeah. because the, it, it just, just so happened to do it on the first day of school. Mm-hmm. Parents drop your children off at school, Perfect. went to work. Now, here you have social services at these schools because some of these children were in single family, single parent homes. Mm-hmm. So your, your mom or your daddy or whomever can't come get you today because they're in jail. Yeah, basically. So going. All right, so these companies, they get a fine. But let's think of the bigger message that this sends. Right. If you are an immigrant, if you are uh, even here on a visa or whatever, like. Yo, these motherfuckers are scared shitless now. Oh yeah, like I and mean, the bef- story you was telling yeah, before. before the show, right? The um, it was I can't remember the name of the lady, but she's a Hispanic American, and she relayed a story about her ninety year old grandmother, and said that her grandmother was literally scared out of her mind, had called her crying because she had seen the raids on TV. And said immediately jumped up, went into where she keeps all her important papers, started looking through her paperwork to see if she had all her papers in order. Now, I'm saying that and that's her grandmother. Here's the kicker. This woman's grandmother, 90 years old, had been a naturalized United States citizen for over 60 years. But. That action sent her panicking because one, she did not, she no longer feels safe in her country. It it is her country. She no longer feels safe in her country. She, the, the lady was relating that her grandmother felt like she needed to have these papers in case ice came after her. Ice is not coming after her, but that's the mentality that Donald Trump, and his sycophants want Hispanic people to feel that that's the type of fear that he wants. And he is saying that it is because of safety. You know, it is the safety of America that he's but it's not. It's his own political f- fight it, it's he wants to remain in power. So he's using scare tactics to do so. So much to the point that I was reading an article and said that he had diverted finances from domestic terrorism and other terrorism towards immigration. And it's like, mm-hmm. honestly, this is not that big a threat when you look at the grand scheme of things. Illegal uh, immigration is not that big of a threat. I'd put it somewhere under giving flint clean water like you know just somewhere on that list you know it really is not that big a deal you know you're talking and then you know when i said scare tactics here he is his rhetoric he's talking about you know they come in and because it's the bottom pine scum in the bottom of the shoes and they're you know drug dealers and murderers and rapists and this and that and the other americans born in america 
are the murderers and rapists. Yeah. White, and, yo. You know what I'm saying? It's young like, white males, man. So anyway, that that like that whole we got an important election coming up, right? And immigration, of course, is a key thing. Mm-hmm. But yo, I don't know if you saw the debates. I'm looking at this shit. They're giving these candidates like 30 seconds to, to answer. talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. and answer. You, you asking these complex questions, you give them 30 seconds, and then like 10 seconds to respond to somebody. Yo, some of y'all got to get the fuck up out of there. The Blasio, right. you stand no chance. Get the <laughs> fuck up out of there. The other dude, I don't even know your name. I just know your face and you talk like you slow. Get the fuck up out of there. Um, Are you talking about the senator from Ohio? I don't know. He's in. He, like, he talks like he's like mildly, you know, like he, he mean all that. But um, so other people that don't stand a chance. I'm sorry, Cory Booker, you don't stand a chance. But you fuck see, up Cor- out of there. Cor- people like. Cory Booker, um, Kamala Harris. She don't stand a chance. Get the fuck up out of there. But that—that's not really. They—they they are setting themselves up politically, is what they're doing. Yeah, presidential uh, candidate like Kamala yeah, Harris. Like, no, you know fuck what? What here, they're man. doing? They're—they're they're laying a foundation, is what they're doing. Even though I honestly think that they—they they think that they can make a run, and they will to a point. They will, but it's all, you know, it's all a peg. It's a rung on the stairs that they're trying, you know, they're, they're going up. They're wasting what they're making. everyone's time in the process because we could have our legit candidates out here. And I mean, but they are legit candidates because initially with Cory Booker and Kamala Harris and several like Elizabeth Warren and what's your girl from uh, Hawaii? I like her. Oh, shucks. I, I forget her No, name. the other one. The, the. Oh, the former CEO lady. Yeah. Man, there's so many. I don't even know their fucking <laughs> names, man. But like. Gillibrand. Is that And Gillibrand. No, 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 no. This is, this is a senator. Gillibrand and um, several others. The thing is, there was interest. That's just. Look at, look at freaking Bernie Sanders, man. Bernie. I like Bernie. You know, Bernie said this is his second round. I like Bernie. And so, Bernie should, they didn't give him a fair shake in 2016. And I do believe he would have defeated Trump. Now. Anybody other than, it wasn't it wasn't the Bernie Sanders of the world. Anybody other than Hillary Clinton. Because man, America had like this deep distrust. For the Clintons. Right. Now, you look at, um, what was his face? So, so far, I didn't send like. De Blasio home, mm-hmm. he, you have no business on that stage. You can't, your city don't even fucking respect you, bruh. Um, like, you know, get all these candidates out of here. Bernie, I fucks with Bernie. I, I fucks with the chick from Hawaii. And, um, yo, Joe Biden, he's been looking like, it looks like no bullshit. This is what happened. He was in a retirement home in bed. Someone woke him up you know and what? said, I'm going to need you to stop. No, for I'm real. Need you Someone to stop. woke him up and said, Joe, you're running for president in 10 minutes. Go get ready. And he put on a suit and just showed up because, yo, Joe Biden's just got me scratching my head. Like, nigga, you was the vice president for eight years. What's, what's really going on, Joe? You know what? And that's why I'm you laughing. Need to, you at, need to stop playing, I'm man. laughing at Trump, man, because Trump, if anything, he makes me laugh at the names that he gives these people. Sleepy, Sleepy Joe. Joe. It looked like they woke Joe up and said, you're running for president in five minutes, sir. It's like, man, he out there looking sleepy as fuck. So, 
All right, so let me give you a list. Since you're talking about these candidates, this is another sidebar. You know John Delaney? Delaney sounds familiar. So he was a con- he was a congressional representative from Maryland, 55. So Andrew Yang. Oh, yeah, that's the dude. I kind of like him. Venture for America. Um, of course, Elizabeth Warren. Julian Castro. Castro, go home. Really? Yep. Because they're going to, like, just like they was equating Obama with Osama, they going to Castro with Fidel Castro. <laughs> nah. And here's your girl, Tulsi Gabbard. Go home. That's the chick from Hawaii you said you like. Oh, yeah, I like her. See, I'm, oh, I'm trying nice, to send everybody home. Nice like, go home. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that's, I like her. I like her. So, Kirsten Gillibrand, that's the lady that I was talking about. New York. And Kamala Harris, of course. Go home. Pete Buttigieg. I just don't like your name, bro. Go home. <laughs> Marianne Williamson. That is, she's a, I've listened to her several times. And honestly, listening to her, the the part is smart. I like her. She's an author. That's is that the blonde lady? No, she has brown hair. Oh, uh, of course, Cory Booker. Go home, and I like Cory Booker, but go home, bro. All right, Amy Klobuchar. She's another one. I, I don't I, I like, know who the fuck that is. She's a um, she's another senator. I think Minnesota. Just because I don't know you, go home. You stupid. I'm sending everybody home Bernie except for Bernie, Sanders. except for Joe. And um, the Hawaiian chick. Jay Inslee. That's the dude from Washington. John Hickenlooper. Don't like your name. He ain't going to make it, bro. He used to be another governor. Beto O'Rourke. O'Rourke can stay. I like O'Rourke. Oh, oh boy. Wayne Messam. I don't know him. Mayor from Florida. Go home, Florida. (laughs) Anything dealing with Florida, go home. Tim Ryan. That's the dude from Ohio that I was talking about. He's the one that's kind of slow. You said he was slow. Yeah, he kind of slow. He talks like he's kind of slow. But yeah, there's too many. There's way too many. There's a fucking, lot. There, uh, there's a lot. And, and Bill De Blasio, of course, that dude just go home and get the fuck out of New York too. <laughs> <laughs> like go home, home, nigga. But nah, they. So we're using all this time, and of course, like you said, they're using it to build up their. They're doing it in their own self interest, right? But you, but that's any. Honestly, that's anybody who runs for public office. Right. And, but and you're wasting said, our time, though. We've said before, this is all part of the, the process, the weeding out. Here's the thing, though. As I said, top of the show, 99.9%. Or was that was that another show? I don't know. 99% politicians, it's all about them. It's all about power. It's all about accumulation of power, and power brings money. That one percent, they're in it to do good. They are trying the AOCs, right? They are trying to bring about social change. Mm-hmm. They are trying to, and so in light of that, we have Donald Trump, who is the president of the United States, who spouts so much political rhetoric to the point where, as I said. With him, it's all about fear mongering. Go home. It's you know, it's all about what can I do to elevate or heighten the sense of urgency and fear among white Americans. Essentially, to the point where I can remain in power. And that whole immigration thing, that is something that he has been trotting out since two thousand sixteen. Shit, even before then. 
Well, truth to, I mean, he has been, if, if you look at the progression, but he has never stopped talking about immigration, the wall. Um, and I mean, I saw some conference, you know, no, on the lawn of the White House, he was talking to the um, reporters. He literally said, and it's crazy how they calculate how many lies Donald Trump has told since he's been in office. Thousands. This dude literally said, yeah, we're building the wall. It's a beautiful wall. I've seen it. It's in progress. This and that and the other. It's almost finished. Baby, there's <laughs> fact check. No, there have been some repairs to older sections of wall that is already there. They put the but, seesaw in there. But you know, no new construction, man. It's like, st- I just, I don't, un- I, I just can't. Man. See, I don't pay him no mind. I I laugh at the shit that I think's funny and like Sleepy Joe and Pocahontas. I don't care if you from like even Donald Trump from New York, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. right? Fast talker and yo, New Yorkers are known for their insults. That's just what they're known for. Mm-hmm. So I find his insults funny when he's uh, giving people these nicknames. That's the only time I pay him any attention. I literally don't pay him any attention because, to be perfectly honest, since Trump has gotten into office, has my life been affected? No. We see. I'm going to say false, Alex, because. Don't be telling me about my life. <laughs> and that's the that's the misconception. I think that many Americans have just because you don't see the change or you don't currently see the effect that it has had pointed there out has, there has been an effect pointed out okay so donald trump has these or has instituted these tariffs mm-hmm. you're paying more for we as americans we're paying more for certain products Such than, as? We, than we had we're paying more for products that involve steel and aluminum mm-hmm. we're paying more for um some food products we are we are paying more and and even though the jobs report the numbers say that jobs are being employment ever Uh jobs are being created that is something that that was on its way down you know as far as unemployment that was on its way down during barack obama's time he saved the country from that recession yeah exactly so that it was a trend that was heading downward anyway. And as far as job creation, job creation was on its way up as well. But what these tariffs, if, if, cause you know, he says that he is going to go the long haul and China's going to flinch first and this and that and other. What history has taught us is that tariffs hurt American jobs in the end. You know, right now, it's all fine and dandy, but we're talking about long-term effects. And so if he gets, if he remains in office, we will see. And, you know, I'm always, te- I'm almost tempted to say, let him stay so the world can see. But so goes the presidency. So goes the United States. So goes me. Now he, and I don't want to see that. Here's the thing with China, right? Let's, let's not uh, forget who China is and let's not pretend that somebody didn't need to check them. Somebody no, needed know, to check China. We know who the hell 
China is like true. the currency manipulation over there, and and they did it again. Yeah, Cause they look, did. Because look what they did with Duan. They got us by the balls. They got everyone by but the you, balls. But you know why though? Think about who the biggest investors are in the United States: Most Japan, of- China, mm-hmm. foreign. Yeah. You know, so the thing is, you can ha 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 and la la la. We are so interconnected now. We are not a standalone nation. Nobody is. Exactly. But so go- somebody needed to check China and Trump said, you know what? Psh, I'm big and bad. Fuck y'all. No, you know what Trump said? Trump, because the presidency is a game to him. This reality TV. You that, have to. That I can agree with. You know, you have to. Realizing the type of background that he came from, that is how he resides as president. It is The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. This is literally reality TV for him. Man, and the funniest episode was when he went to North Korea, though. That shit was funny. <laughs> and he went to the demilitarized Uh huh. Like, yo, that shit, man. No, so. Anyway, somebody needed to check China. Now, as far as the tariffs affecting my life, I haven't noticed it. I don't feel it. So if I don't notice it or don't feel it, it doesn't affect me. Really? So it's not real. If you if you're no, not. No, I'm just saying if, you're if not, it doesn't. Because if you don't know. Back to the premise. Because perception is reality. No, let's go back to the premise. The premise is since he's been in office, my life hasn't really changed since under the Obama administration. That you that you can see. And if I can't see it, it hasn't changed. Because no, see, if it has changed, because, I will be able to see it and like, say this is how it like changed. Most people in the world perception is reality. No. Yes. I, I have mm. no I have not once went to go buy some aluminum foil and said, Holy fuck. <laughs> I can't believe the prices on this shit. But you know what? You're not the one buying the foil. Shit, why not? I'm the one doing the grilling. You know what? I'm the and sidebar. If you don't put foil down on top of your grill before you grill your food, you're nasty. Wait, why? Because man, all that raw meat been sitting on there and then cooking that motherfucking Wait, juicy shit what? on there. Just to let you nah, know, that's nasty. Heat, heat burns stuff. It's up. still nasty. I don't want that shit in my food. I don't want some four week old fish in my damn chicken from no, this week. Put some foil on your grills, people. Anyway, this has been another episode <laughs> of. Black Law and Legalized Grilling Edition, because I don't know what the <laughs> fuck we was talking about all episode. We, You know what? This is what, this is literally what this episode devolved into. It, start, it started out, we were talking about immigrations, and basically it was an airing of, airing of grievances. It was almost like an episode of Seinfeld. It was like Festivus. You know, we aired some mm-hmm. grievances about the Trump administration. And so let me end with something that I believe since since we're doing this whole Aaron of Grievances thing, something that, you know, I'm always saying perception is reality. And I know people know that. And it's real. Dan has not perceived that his life has changed. And in his mind, that is his reality, even though outside of his bubble, it really has. Wait, but this my, is what, how is my life outside of my bubble? All I know is this. What, am I having wait, an existential I, crisis or yes, some shit? Yes, you are. Anyway, so this is what I want to end with. Something that your president seems to know very well. He ain't my president. Uh, your president seems to know very well. It is, it's not a lie if you believe it. And that is his, that's his, that is his mantra. 
Somebody actually he knows he, he's lying. When, when he dies, somebody needs to carve that on his headstone. No, that's the thing. He believes what he says. So it's never a lie. He I believes mean, <laughs> that people believe it. I don't think he believes <laughs> he believe, it. He believes what he says. So our liar in chief, as I said, it's not a lie if you believe it. And again, my life does not exist outside of my bubble. Thank you for listening to another episode of Black Lonely Lies. As per every week, we thank each and every one of you who turn it, whoop, whoop. tune in and listen to us every single week. Yeah, and listen, listen to the shit that comes out of Dan's mouth, man. Thank y'all so much. I appreciate that. Man, psh, y'all learning from me. I'm <laughs> I'm just like I'm a life I'm a life full You're of a life lessons. Coach? I'm You're- a life full of lessons that I just teach <laughs> and I preach. So when you wake up in the morning, brothers and sisters, Y'all tell yourselves you are beautiful. You are kings and queens and kings and queens do not bow. Is this the help? You are smart. You is beautiful. You is important. I'm telling these I'm telling our listeners they're kings and queens. Kings and queens do not bow to servants. That's all I'm saying. So don't go out here and bow to these servants. They are beneath you. Who was the servant? I don't fucking know. (laughs) But I was on a roll. That shit that shit felt good saying that shit. That's probably how them niggas be on the street corners feeling too. Like, yeah, yeah, I got him with this one. Like, That's real. I'm Dan. You can catch me on Twitter and IG at I am Dan on Drugs. Of course, the show across all platforms at Black Law Podcast. And I'm just Dan, and you can follow me at I Tell Legal Lies on Twitter. And Becky is still in that drive-through getting them 99 cent milkshakes. Been a week now. I ain't seen her since. Peace out. <laughs>